You're listening to a Dulahan Productions podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Legends, myths, folklore, all typically have been passed down for generations, but are these stories just old tales, or can we find some truth in the mystery? And more importantly, can we find evidence of the supernatural? Absolutely not. Welcome to Alcoholic Anomalies Legends, where we investigate the supernatural stories that still put fear into those who hear their tales. I am your host, Jason Sparks, and as always, I'm joined by my co-star, Bobby Strickland. How's it going, man? Power legends. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> just because, you know, we tried recording the last one like two to three times and it never worked. And here we are. Yet again. Same spot. Hoping it works this time. Well, luckily this is, you know, a different thing. So it's going to be fresh in our minds. Unlike the other one. So yeah, Bobby, turn in there. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, the lights. <laughs> the lights. The lights. I can't see. But did you know? No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to make that joke twice. No, might as well do it. Let's see. I'm here to hear it. No, no. Just ain't got as much kick as it did the first time. <laughs> <laughs> did you know? Is this is our third time recording this freaking podcast. <laughs> no, not this one. This one's fresh. This one's fresh. Did you so know Bobby, he said it's fresh three times now? Because did you know my co-host keeps saying that it's the same thing even though it's not? So Bob, we can make it the same thing. Today we will be talking about a list of different products. These products have something in common and something that you and I both greatly enjoy spending our time on. Any guesses? Name the products and I'll figure out what it is that they have in common. <laughs> Well, I'm about to give you the answer. Don't do it. It's something that me and you... So games, right? Maybe. Okay. Uh, it's video games. Okay, I get that, but other <laughs> products. <laughs> well, the, ge- the generic is video games, and we'll touch on specific products. The commonality is that they're all video games. I was talking the one in Seattle... <laughs> I wish you'd remember the name, but that is going to be one of them. Okay, I don't, I don't remember names. I know places. <laughs> that one is Polybus in Portland, Oregon, not Seattle. Oh, close enough. Pacific Northwest. <laughs> so today we'll be touching it all was together. video games and why they are believed to be cursed. So we will start off with a common favorite of the cursed video game genre. And that is an arcade game that came out in, in 1980 called Berserk. Berserk was a shooter game where the player traverses a maze while shooting robots and steering clear of the main antagonist called Evil Auto. The legend within Berserk is that if you passed a certain level, that Evil Auto would kill you in real life. This rumor comes from the fact that two young men, one 17, one 18, died of heart attacks after recently playing and recording a high score on Berserk. Uh, oh, and I just want to mention too, neither of these individuals had prior health concerns. 
And he lastly, was 17 the and 18. 17 and 18 dying of heart attacks with no previous health conditions. And lastly, was a young man who is stabbed to death as he is recording his high score in the game. Somebody just didn't want their high score beat. Yeah. <laughs> Someone who's like, how dare you beat my score? <laughs> I can never do this again. <laughs> it's time to die. So these are like, you have to actually go to an arcade to play these, right? Yes. I mean, there's multiple different things that could happen. So I wonder if that's kind of like the same thing as like Plebis. Is that right? That's how you say it? Mm-hmm. It's Plebis. Okay. Okay. Because um, they said that one, like, like some random guys in suits showed up and put it out. <laughs> Didn't say a word to nobody and then left. And then it was there one day and the next day it was gone. <laughs> so So we're gonna we're gonna touch on that. But Berserk doesn't watching. have as much of the men in black aspect of it. But I'm saying like I wonder if they had somebody else like hired to sit and watch and just you know, that that's a good question. Um and there was a lot of backlash some potential lawsuits against the game manufacturer because of the excitement that video games such as this invoked in people this was you know such a a new thing to so many people being the world of video games and the, the flashing lights the excitement of you know trying to go through these stages and also the fear of being caught by the evil antagonist you know is was believed at the time and is still believed by some today to really put strain on, you know, young individuals, not only their mental capacity, but also physically of, of damaging their heart due to the stress they feel while playing these games. Under the lights in here, baby. I don't want to see this. <laughs> yeah. Video games back then, you know, since it was very pixelated, you really had, a lot of those games just really did a lot of light work, you know, since uh, you didn't really have much else going with you graphics-wise. Yeah. Uh, that's just kind of strange, though. Because I don't know if I ever told you about the, the big arcade here. Mm-hmm. That's like... <clears throat> it's huge. It's a, like old big warehouse. Mm-hmm. And like they have all these arcade games that you can play for free. It's a bar, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like Wildwood, but like multiply that by like four thousand, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what you get in this place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wonder if they have some like these old games like that one in there, right? If they have Berserk in there, that'd be interesting. If if they did, well, it looks like we're taking a trip. <laughs> yeah, we might as well go find out personally. I'll probably just call them and ask. Do y'all have Berserk there? <laughs> <laughs> they're like we don't speak that name and hang up on you <laughs> they don't even say that just hang up <laughs> they know they, they know. know we gotta go <laughs> you, you get a you get a call from an unknown number as soon as they hang up and it's like quit asking <laughs> quit asking questions <laughs> or you know, play. Too much. <laughs> you know too much so, home, the guy that got stabbed was that after the 17, 18 year old died? Yes. Before. Okay. I was like, this before, I could see how the 17, 18 year old died from a heart attack. They're probably just so worried about getting stabbed as well that they were just stressing themselves out so much over it. They did give themselves a heart attack. 
but yeah yeah no i i i agree that that would kind of lead credence to the the stress that video games can put on you but yeah if it was after the fact um and and everything else it's it's very concerning to to not really have the answers on yeah and the uh the coroner that did the autopsy on i want to say he did the autopsy on one of the boys and then actually went to the other boy's location and did a secondary autopsy on him and he noticed similar scarring patterns on their heart Hmm. from the heart attack which i don't know i'm not a medical expert i don't know if that that scarring pattern is is different in all cases of heart attacks but that was something that was noted yeah i don't know it's uh something different yeah so whenever we find that game i'll I'll let you you know take the honors and play it first and if you survive then you know we're good let's see this is what i'll do i'll play it up to a certain point and then we'll swap when you get the high score (laughs) (laughs) if it only kills me or if it kills both of us Hey, our chances is two on one or two versus one. <laughs> 50, 50 shot. Yeah, you know. All right. So to move or maybe on, we just confuse it so much that it can't decide and it's let's both go. And then she kills a random person playing an arcade game behind <laughs> us. <laughs> no, little Billy. <laughs> <laughs> little Billy, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. See a little five year old just get stabbed behind us, and we're like, Oh, that was meant for us. We gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta go. We ain't gotta go home, but we cannot stay here. But we shouldn't go home. <laughs> go somewhere else first. Go to the safe house. The safe house, I tell you. All right. So to move on to the second video game, before I tell you about it i want to ask have you ever heard of lavender town syndrome (laughs) one more time lavender town syndrome lavender town Mm -hmm. syndrome that has nothing to do with strain on the eyes no then no (laughs) so lavender lavender town syndrome comes from the 1996 games pokemon red and green or as it was released in north america pokemon red and blue so the lavender town song allegedly made kids sick whenever they heard it and in extreme cases drove them to commit suicide see i don't know how that's true because i'm pretty sure my brother and sister play those games (laughs) well see there's that's the thing is whenever these games were initially released if you went to Lavender Town, which Lavender Town was a, a town that had an eerie structure within it and had ghost Pokemon surrounding it because Lavender Town essentially was a graveyard for Pokemon. And so if you stayed there for too long, the song for Lavender Town would was believed to get more and more eerie and more and more high-pitched. The, the legend kind of believes into the fact that kids are more adept to the high-pitched tone because as you get older you're, you start losing the ability to hear higher and higher pitches and so since this high pitch is affecting these kids it's essentially making them lose their mind and the, the legend goes on to 
believe that kids in Japan ranging from 10 to 15 years old killed themselves around 100 kids being, you know, the population that were here by either hanging themselves, mutilating themselves, or jumping to their deaths. And so the, the commonality between these kids was Pokemon. And several of their saved data was within Lavender Town. So don't go to Lavender Town. Do not go to Lavender Town. So Jason, what's the odds that you go to Lavender Town? I've actually seen um, gameplay and, you know, the the song of Lavender Town and everything, because you can find the uh, the before they fixed it, because government officials or whatever basically made them change the song to be less eerie and less frightening to children. And so you can find videos of the old Lavender Town song and then what was replaced after they had to pull it off the shelves and then republish it. So... So, can you still go find one of those old games that has it without it patched? Oh, I'm sure. Hmm. Interesting. They're probably stupid expensive, but... Oh, what was it called? I'm about to look it up so I can find one. Pokemon Red and Green or Blue. It says September 1998. It says at 96. In Japan it was. It was on the Game Boy, right? Mm-hmm. You would probably have to find like an OG Japanese copy. To be able to find, like the the before the song was edited. <laughs> Pokemon Lavender Town music extended ten hours. <laughs> <laughs> A great way to spend your time. Yeah, I can't find anything on it. Like you can't find any copies. Yeah, I find plenty of um, American copies, but yeah, I'm not finding any Japanese copies. I can't find that, and you you can't. Uh... Like it's it keeps showing me stuff that's like newer, like that they remade it for. Like, oh yeah, the, Fire the, Red, the newer one. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So on on that note, though, I think that a lot of the speculation behind Lavender Town Syndrome was a another form of retaliation against video games that we've we've seen within our lifetime but i feel was more apparent as we were really young kids and probably even before our time of you know parents wanting to to attack video games i mean yes but oh my gosh god i said it so loud <laughs> a little bit <laughs> so you know video games there you go <laughs> yeah Causing stress that's, on the heart. There it is, right that's, there. That's probably why they won't. They're fighting against it, right there. Because the people like him. <laughs> <laughs> There's my point. I'm just going to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I so, but my point was going to be, but you know, it's, <laughs> it's going to be. You're just going to let it lie there, huh? Yes. All right. <laughs> So on to our final instance, Bobby, <laughs> that we briefly touched on er- earlier, which is Polybus, a game that was came out in the 1980s and was only available in Portland, Oregon. Its okay. particular graphics and colors with uh, light effects became very popular among the players 
basically kind of being a revolutionary game for its time. And so it had great success within the local arcades of Portland, but players started to find hidden messages as they dove deeper and deeper into the game. Messages stating things like, don't think, suicide, and conform. Sweet. <laughs> Isn't it like they've never actually seen the game since then, since they took it out? There essentially is basically no confirmation that it ever existed in the first place. Yeah, basically. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think somebody said something like, that's the Mambo effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so the reason, one of the, the reasons that people believe that Plebis, you know, did exist, but there's no true record of it, is that it was an experiment by the United States government to practice an experiment with mind control. And what better way to do it with the brains of young people? And I'm sneaky, sneaky sons of a gun. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, as the game was very popular within its vicinity, they were essentially believing that the tests of the addiction, you know, not only it being of a, of a drug, but, you know, the, a physical entity that, which we, we definitely know about that government experiment, but the the psychological discomfort that you can put within one's mind through just a two-dimensional screen and then also getting the the common side effects that individuals still get today which is epilepsy seizures dizziness and nausea sweet yeah the fun stuff and so like you were talking about earlier it is believed that the men in black would go into the game rooms and pull out essentially data of the players who had been playing it and then return to wherever they came from or, you know, would simply come to service the machine or replace the machine with a new plebis machine, but never communicated with anybody the entire time, even though most arcade games were typically within this arcade maintained by the arcade itself, not by external vendors. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just so weird that, like, because I know it wasn't there very long. Nope. I mean, just enough to get people to talk, and then it was gone. Mm hmm. That's just what blows my mind. And the fact that it was only in essentially one city. Yeah. Portland, freaking Oregon. Who wants to go to Portland? No. <laughs> I mean, we we tried to, and it didn't work out. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's very fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> it didn't work out too well. No. Just like, uh, I'm guessing it didn't work out too well with people who played Plebus, So Maybe that was the universe telling us to sign, like, yeah, you're not going. <laughs> you're, find done. It. you're done. Find it, and then it'll be over. <laughs> We go on some Monty Python adventure whenever we get to Portland and, and we find Plebus. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, it could be worse. Mm -hmm. Could scale a cliff to get to Hell's Bar Dam, you know? <laughs> that sounds like a good time. No. No, it doesn't. It really does. <laughs> so, Bobby, with that being said, those were the, the three cursed video games that I 
I brought to the table any questions or any cursed video games that you know of? Well, I'm probably Call of Duty's pretty cursed. Um, Just because you're bad at it doesn't mean it's cursed. No, I don't know of any other. Uh, <laughs> Very affirmative. No, don't. <laughs> so quit asking. Uh, no, 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 no. no. There's, one. There's, there's, I thought there was, was one more. Duck Hunter. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> or duck hunt, whatever it's called. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, duck hunt is because uh, because they re came out or a indie developer re came out with it and everything to where it was like a horror esque game of duck hunt, kind of leading into the uh, the legend of duck hunt. Hmm. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if there is one, it's not very big in my opinion. Not as big as mm-hmm. these. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. I don't know of any. So that's not. Well, I did do that one escape room, virtual escape room, where it was a haunted escape room. <laughs> <laughs> did you get out? I did. There was a little girl kept popping up everywhere, scaring me. <laughs> did you, in fact, scream like a little girl? I didn't because I started, like, I saw her and I swung. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go? It was one of those that's like the it was the Oculus. He said this one was like in a room that you could actually like you have to walk around in. Mm-hmm. I turned around, I swung. I was like, <laughs> it's a good thing no one else was in the room with you. Yeah, no, they uh, put you in a room by yourself and they close the door and then they have somebody watching you for the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Understandably, I think the worst part was uh, that when you asked for a hint, it would come into the headset. And be like, like a very like disembodied voice. Be like, can you hear me? I was like, what the frick is that? (laughs) (laughs) Are you there, Kat? It's me, Margaret. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, guys? It's your boy Satan coming at your life. Oh gosh. (laughs) Yeah, I mean that's that's really all I got. Gotcha. Well, with that being said, thank you, Bobby. And thank you for listening to Alcoholic Anomalies Legends as we discussed three video game curses. And we just want to touch on if you are drinking, please drink responsibly. And if you do intend on going somewhere after you've been drinking, please get ADD, guys. That is so important. Do not drive drunk. And buzz driving is drunk driving. Also, if you... What? So, yeah, you tell them, Okay. Um, and if you or a loved one suffer from depression or suicidal tendencies, please please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255 or at their new three-digit number 988. Help is available 24/7 and we love all of our listeners. Bye guys.